It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters and Craig Morgan. Again, to be with both of you at once, it feels like a miracle. How's everyone doing today? Just just dandy. It's, yeah. it's perfect weather here in Portland. Yeah. Rude. You can't, people can't see you shaking your head at me, Leah, disapprovingly. So they can they could feel my energy through their headphones. I think. Okay, well, it's um, a driving day for me, and I'm driving into thunderstorms in northern Minnesota shortly. So not thrilled, like, but the, it would be nice, cool weather. Except if if anybody from the Midwest knows what rain brings, mosquitoes. Oh, so buddy. tomorrow, Bemidji, Minnesota, mosquitoes already are legendarily large. So this is not, I'm not excited about that, but I forgot about it until I heard a mosquito a a day or two. I don't remember what city or state I was even in. I heard a mosquito. go, Oh, oh no, I forgot. I'm going to Northern (laughs) Minnesota and it's going to be raining. Oh no. So yeah, that, that, that'll be the next issue is mosquitoes. So. Well, I, I appreciate you guys doing this podcast, you know, early so that I can get out and go whale watching. I know. Okay, Craig. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's really. Leo will be in the studio working, and I'll be driving. No, I'm I'm going to development camp. I'm going to. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. That's that's really why we're doing it early. So exactly. Well, we're here to talk about a big. I don't even. I was going to say a timeline, a a milestone, but it's not. I can't even think of the word. A big deadline. A deadline. There it is. Is it? Is it the final? event of the previous season or is it the first event of I the think next it's season? The first I can't event decide. of the next season. Okay. Because it does or, it's all about the future, right? You're adding pieces for yes. your next season, so that's fair. But a lot of people treat this as you know, Leah, being Canadian a lot of people treat this like the final event of the 2021-22 season because what do Canadians do after this event? They go to their cottage. On a lake. Somewhere. Yep. Because everyone has a cottage on a lake. That yep. if you're Canadian, it's pretty much uh, a requirement. Yep. And of course, we're talking about NHL free agency, which begins tomorrow, Wednesday at noon Eastern, nine Arizona time. And uh, hopefully, it's always exciting. I used to watch TSN free agency. It used to be on Canada Day back when the NHL schedule was more consistent. Um, but it, it could be exciting, and there's some really exciting free agents. This year, so ahead of tomorrow, we're going to preview to a little rundown of 
the free agents available, the forwards, defensemen, and goalies. And then, of course, who the Arizona Coyotes UFAs are, who we might not expect to see return to the team. So that being said, let's start, let's start <laughs> with the forwards, the UFA forwards. Um, running quickly through the list, you've got Andre Burakovsky, Andrew Kopp, Max Domi, Johnny Gaudreau, Claude Giroux, Nazem Kadri, Evgeny Malkin, Andre Palat, Ryan Strom, Dylan Strom, probably Evander Kane. I mean, there's some years where the UFA list is, oh, yeah, like one or two here. That's a pretty significant list of forwards. Yep, and the Coyotes won't be in on any of them. No. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, you would call it free agent frenzy, but is this really a frenzy? When you look through this list, here's what happens. You get guys like Claude Giroux, who's a great player, but, but he went down to Florida in, in, a, in a trade deadline acquisition mode for them to win a cup. How how that work out? So so does that hurt Claude Giroux's stock? Does that is are now is he still that coveted UFA? So you get that UFA of guys that are starting to get beyond their prime years in the league, and and maybe Claude Giroux falls into that category that maybe his best years are behind him. So is it really frenzy getting him? I, I you know the, the the ones to me are the Johnny Hockey's a big one, but to me this is more about the guys that fill in pieces that make a team better. And what does that mean? You're talking about Burkowski. You talk about Kadri, both of those two guys, Nichushkin, those names for Colorado. That's what helped them win the cup. Yeah. Incredibly important pieces. These aren't going to be McKinnon, McDavid, Matthews pieces. These are the pieces, the second and the third line guys that get you over the hump. That's what I think this free agency period looks like for me. Incredibly important pieces. You can't win without some of these pieces, but I don't think it's the ones, I mean, even Melkin, like where, where's Melkin at in his career and, and with the Pittsburgh Penguins, I still think they find a way to get it done. They've got to get the Latang deal out of the way first. Um, and, and then they already did. Oh, yeah, the, did. So Latang's done. So they, they got yeah. Melkin's next up and, and can they, do they have enough money? They don't have cap space. He wants to be there. But, but again, does, is he a guy that gets people over, those other teams over the hump or the guys that have the window open, do they want Evgeny Melkin? Yeah. I, I mean, we don't want to dive into the, the wheeze too much with Pittsburgh, but I don't even understand that Chris Letang, this is Pittsburgh is a classic example. And I know they, they were good last season, but there are a few teams out there that just can't admit that their window is closed. It's not happening for you anymore. Penguins. It's not happening for you anymore. Boston. I, I understand it's hard to say goodbye. It's hard to admit that, but, the sooner you rip off the Band-Aid, the, the sooner you get to avoid being a hot mess uh, or a dumpster fire that is the Chicago Blackhawks right now. That's your cautionary tale. You got to admit it. You got to be honest with yourself. Do you really think if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins that you're going to win another cup or if you're the Boston Bruins, it's been 11 years since you won your last cup. It's probably not happening at this point. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with players who could possibly return. I'm really interested. It's always crazy to see players that you associate with a team like like an Evgeny Malkin, who he's been a Penguin his entire career. It's crazy not to picture him in a Penguin's jersey, like to see the shuffle of of players. And you talked about Colorado and how these players were huge pieces for them. Nazem Kadri can go out and get himself a huge, huge, well-deserved contract. But yeah. 
for Colorado, that means that they can't afford him anymore. And he's a huge piece of their team. So where does Nazem Kadri fit in the NHL? Um, it's really, really, to me, I'm fascinated by free agency and, and what teams want certain guys and what guys think they can add to different teams and how much they're weighing the money versus their opportunity to win. It's just a really, really interesting and that's what when you Liam, when you look at the list that you were, we're talking about here, the, the two to me, it's not Claude Giroux. To me, it's it's Nazim Kadri and it's also uh, Andre Palat because those two Palat, if Tampa Bay wins the Stanley Cup, I, I know Vasilevsky's probably the con smice, but Palat's number two. Like mm-hmm. he got some big game winning goals and he was a guy that contributed offense when their offense was stagnant. He's a guy that they still believe their window is open. They still like to Craig's point, they still believe they can win another cup. Their time is now they need to play like Andre Platt, but now where they, where's their money and where's their cap yeah. space. Yeah. And this is what that's happened. Why to they them. Got rid of McDonough though to help. Right. And that's what happened with the last cup. They lost that whole third line that they thought they tried to get with Bellamar and you try to fill the holes, you know, that they clearly didn't fill because they didn't win. But those pieces are important. Cadre, Nassim Kadri, when you talk about him as a second line center, he takes some of the pressure off of those top players because you have to also match up with him. And he, he, he's dangerous on the power up. He's dangerous five on five. He is a huge loss to the Colorado Avalanche. It makes a difference. Those role players in trying to succeed and actually win a cup. Those pieces are the pieces you need. So those two, to me, because they're just coming fresh off really, really good playoffs. I know Kadri had a shortened playoff because of his injury, but Two players had an outstanding playoffs that helped their teams to the pinnacle of the NHL season. Those two guys, to me, are, are guys that are going to garner the most attention along with Goudreau. But you look at Goudreau, Goudreau's skill set, he's a high, high-end skill guy. He's got to play in the right place with the right players. We're talking about his size, the ability to get away from players, and his ability to stay away from the physicality. I don't know where he ends up. You know, the rumors are he ends up back east and he wants to play out east and maybe he's a New Jersey devil. Uh, that's another one that's interesting to me because I think he has to have the right fit to be Johnny Hockey. He needs the right surrounding cast. He can't do it by himself. He needs help to be Johnny Hockey. He needs help to clear some space. He needs guys to get pucks for him. Can't do it by himself. And he's been fortunate enough in Calgary where he was surrounded by players that did some of the dirty work in the corners and were able to get him the puck. I, I'm just curious to see. I know his name's at the top of that list also. We'll just have to wait and see where it falls out by Wednesday afternoon. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, you cannot bet on where you think these players will end up. That is currently not a feature on DraftKings. But DraftKings is not opposed to doing things like that. Um, they did odds for where DA would end up for the Phoenix Suns. They did odds for Kevin, yeah, for Kevin Durant. So who knows? Um, but, you know, there's a ton of other things you can bet on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you can really get in the weeds on all different sports. And there's still lots of sports going on, even though it's the hockey offseason, MLB. There's always a thousand games a day, it feels like. So tons of stuff you can bet on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So be sure to check that out. Um, You can also bet on NHL futures. So kind of you want to lock in some odds before free agency if you you know think you can get better value. And then as teams sign certain players, the odds are going to change because DraftKings is that up to date. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX, make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet 
up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's talk about some notable free agent defensemen. We've got Zdeno Chara, if he doesn't retire, which I cannot believe he's still active. Um, ben Sherratt from Florida, Ian Cole, Alex Edler, John Klinberg, Nick Letty, Josh Manson, another piece of Colorado. Um, P.K. Subban, Keith Yandel, also one of those with a question mark on whether or not he'll retire. What are your thoughts on this list of defensemen UFAs? PD, you got any big takeaways? Well, a couple of things. I, I think you're right. I think Zizane Ochera, I, I would not be surprised if this is the end of the line for Big Z. Um, and you, you see the next Big Z coming up with Maverick of the Coyotes, six foot seven Maverick. Oh, Maybe he's the new Chara. Um, the, the name to me that stands out the most on this list is John Klingberg. Because I think when yeah, you yeah. look at Josh Klingberg, what he provided for the Dallas Stars, a year ago he was the guy, he was the offensive guy. Then Heiskanen comes in and Heiskanen becomes the guy. Klingberg kind of the second fiddle there. I think he's the most dynamic offensive player on that list. I think his upside, his ceiling is still high. I think he can still contribute. I think he's still young enough to be an effective offensive defenseman again in the right role. But I think he's the guy that I look at this list and I go, okay, yeah, he's the guy I want to go after. You look at the second on that for me again, you got to look at what Josh Manson did in the yep. Stanley Cup Finals. Like he, he he added to his repertoire from what he had done in Anaheim. I like him in Anaheim. He, he was a great player in Anaheim, but he took his game to a new level where he added more offense to his game than what we saw in Anaheim. I think it's just the mantra and the mindset of the Colorado Avalanche that their D are so involved in the play that Josh Manson, you're going, oh my God, he's carrying the puck. He's pinching deep. He's being way more involved in the rush. I think he, with his size and his ability to play that kind of a game, really improved his stock, too. I, I am sure Colorado is going to try to resign him. But I, I just don't think they can get that done. Yeah, Josh Manson's an interesting one for me. I think he can add a lot to a team. But, yeah, some of those other names are just well past their prime. Is, is Keith Yandel hanging it up? I, I haven't even been looking on the reports there, but it feels like Keith Yandel's career is over. Um, maybe, hey, maybe they can get him back here in some role. Because that would be yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Now would he crazy. come back at a lesser dollar amount and take on that that guy putting people under their wing? I don't know if they've already got that with Strawman and Goss to spare though. So I don't know if you can have an, another another one. So yeah, I think this might be the end of the road for Keith Yandel. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, yeah. yeah. How much more does he need to accomplish in this league? I'm sure he'd like to win. The problem when you get to this age where Keith Yandel is, is you've got teams that now do you give that ice time to a Keith Yandel or do you give it to a 23, 24 year old prospect that you've drafted and brought through the system? Those minutes become incredibly valuable because you're talking about the reality is Keith Yandel right now is probably going to be on your third pair. So you're talking about a five, six defenseman. Do you want to give that to your developing guys more than you want to give it to a guy like, Keith? yeah. And that's a fair point, especially if Jacob Chikrin is going to be here. So there aren't that many roles available on the blue line. When you look at who's probably going to be back on the blue line, if they re-sign Anton Strollman, where are the holes? You, you're going to want Jacob Chikrin playing. You're going to want Gostas Bear playing. Tyson Mayo probably earned himself a, a role. He played heavy minutes and gave you a lot. Soderstrom um, might have a, a chance Joe, at cracking JJ the line. Mosier. JJ Mosier. Yeah. yeah. So there's the there's Heather really Timmons. A... We talked about Connor oh Timmons going off injury. Well, that's right. Timmons. Connor Timmons is coming back. So you may yeah. if if you re-sign Anton Strollman, you may not have a spot on this blue line. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And that's, yeah. you know, for the Coyotes' pers- 
perspective, we talked about free agents and being able to build a roster. I think their decor, if especially if Chikrin survives the free agent frenzy without being traded or moved. I think he's going to. Yeah, I do, too. I, I don't know if there's any room in the back end to even acquire a free agent. They need I, I still believe yeah. Antron Stallman's going to get signed. Yeah. yeah oh, too. But on the back end. Yeah. I, for the defensive position, yeah. I don't see the Coyotes acquiring anybody in, in in free agency to fill that hole. They may take on another dead contract and not necessarily play that player, but I don't see them getting involved free agency there. The biggest area that the Coyotes need to fill, you just mentioned it, is goaltending. Yeah, yeah they need a backup yeah. for Cutter of Melko or something more than a backup, in my opinion. I, I don't think it can be a uh, you know a one-two situation. It sort of needs to be more like a one-A, one-B situation. Yeah. I, I think. In, in spite of what they said and about a learning about Karela Melka last year, what he could handle, all that, we didn't know. Uh, I, I, I got to believe that the takeaway is you, you can't play this guy 50 plus games. You know, you got to you got to manage his game. So you want you want a backup goalie or a, a 1B goalie. Maybe what I don't know what your number is, Petey, but. I kind of think like I'd love to have a guy who could play 35 games. Well, I thought you know what was a perfect fit was Scott Wedgwood. Yeah, <laughs> that was a perfect fit. But but the Dallas Eagle. Stars, the Hegel, the Dallas Stars saw what they he, had in him. He and earned that. So he happy did. for him. Yeah. So yeah, he's in a he's in a good spot with a good team, and he's going to play in the right role. Ottinger's going to take all the heavy lifting, and you know what? Scott Wedgwood's going to get some really difficult, bad, hard starts. Guess what he can do? He can take those starts and give you a chance to win. He's going to play the third and four nights. He's going to get the back-to-backs on the road against a good team, uh, and he can handle that role. I'm so happy he's in the right role, but the problem is, what do you do here? It's not Prozvatov. I, I don't think he – if you're going to keep Prozvatov in the organization, he's got to play. Kozhenesh, uh, we've we've done that he's, experiment. And he's already well, signed. He's already, Chechia, so. yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So so now you've, you've got to get somebody – Somebody yeah, that's got to play. Agent. You got to have somebody that can play a lot of minutes. Yeah. And I don't know. You look at the free agent goaltender market, and we talked about Darcy Kemper, clearly not the direction they're going. Jack Campbell, yeah. who's the number two name in goaltenders, no. But then you get to some guys, Holpe, Halak, Grice, maybe. Like maybe, maybe those guys, I don't think Holpe can carry that kind of workload. Grice can. Grice can play those kind of minutes and that kind of role, and he could be content playing 35 games, and maybe maybe that's a million dollar, 1.2, 1.5. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But you're right. Their biggest, their biggest need coming into free agency is going to be a goaltender, and it's not going to be a guy that goes on the first day. Yeah. And they're just even even at the forward spot, when you look at the the coyotes, especially if, you know, if, if we, we assume that they'll re-sign Christian Fisher, Barrett Hayton, and Lawson Krause. There aren't that many spots up front either. I, you may want to put Jack McBain and Nathan Smith down in the A and let them develop a little. That might make the most sense. But even then, I mean, you've got like I'm, I'm going through it. You got like 10, 11, maybe 12 even spots taken up already. You're not going to you're going to give Yanya Yannick a chance to make the team this year. There's not a lot available there. So I wonder, like other than a free agent goalie, like is Bill just going to wait and see if he can acquire a couple more of those contracts that will give him the draft assets, and that's how you fill out your forward group, rather than even dipping his toes into the free agent waters. I think you're 100% right. I think the only position he may acquire a UFA is a goaltender. I think he is going to be patient. Even in that market, he's going to wait. There's no, yeah. there's absolutely no reason for the Arizona Coyotes and Bill Armstrong to do anything on Wednesday other than field ideas, trade ideas, and phone calls from other teams. It is not right. going to be them actively pursuing UFAs because honestly, we know what they're 
we know where they're at in the rebuild. This yep. is still a Connor Bedard season. This isn't, hey, we need to go get our free agent defenseman Nick Letty to help us get us over the hump. It's not the case. I, I think patience is going to be the virtue for Bill Armstrong. I think there's absolutely no rush to fill any of these spots. As long as the first day of training camp, you got enough guys to fill a roster, fill the roster. We know that's already going to happen, clearly. So there's no concerns. You, you are going to have to do a better job. And I mean better. That's not a fair statement. They also have to field a team in Tucson. So you are going to need players. Because if we talked about a player like Capabianco not coming back to the franchise, there are going to be holes down in Tucson. And they're going to need players, even American League free agents or other free agents to play down there. But that, again, doesn't have to happen until, you know, September, August, September. So let me read you the forward names just to get a sense of what the counties could possibly do. Uh, assuming Clayton Keller comes along and he's ready for camp. And I, th- I think that's going to happen, actually, based on what's going on right now. Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, Zach Cassian, Nick Ritchie, Travis Boyd, Liam O'Brien, Lawson Kraus, Christian Fisher, Barrett Hayton. That's nine guys right there. So how many roster spots do you have available like at that four. point? Four. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe four guys. And that doesn't even ca- account for guys like uh, Jack McBain, Nathan Smith, Milos Kellerman, who they just signed, who could you know be a depth player as well, Michael Carcone. Um, so when you look at their list of free agents. M- Matthias Michelli. Matthias Michelli, another one who I still think belongs in, in Tucson for another season. But – you don't have that many spots, and, and if you do, they're, they're, they're depth spots, right? So what do you do with Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, Alex Galchenyuk, um, obviously Phil Kessel gone, Antoine Roussel? Do you really resign any of those guys? I mean, maybe there's one guy on that list that could come back, but I just I think all those guys are walking. Boko could end up coming back to play in Tucson again, but I don't I don't really see it with any of their UFA forwards. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at that list and go, where do they fit and how does it help the Coyotes and their development or filling holes? And I just don't see it, especially when you look at how they were acquired. Beagle and Erickson were acquired to get more assets. Uh, Roussel as well. Kessel was acquired way before this rebuild started with a different management team and a different coaching staff. So I don't think that that fits. Um, Galchenyuk was a last minute ad on a hometown discount um, to help provide offense. Did he do everything he had hoped for? I mean, do they sign him again to to fill a role? I don't know. Boko, again, if it's a Tucson deal, maybe yeah. because they they like what they have there and they know what they have with them. But the rest of that list, I think, is going to be supplanted with bad contracts to bring in more assets. And I, I still believe there's one or two of those out there that the Coyotes can acquire to get more assets. That's just what I believe. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody on that list that is going to return and play for the Arizona Coyotes. The other name that's interesting that we haven't talked about is Andrew Ladd. Yeah. And, and what's up with his contract too. status? I was told his his agent basically told me check in a little later in July. He'll probably have a sense. That's as you know, Petey, that's the time that guys start their training again after they've taken their break. So we'll see if Andrew Ladd really wants to ramp it up for another season or if he's ready to just call it a day with all that he achieved. He, he worked his way back. We, we know this story. I really thought he was a great Masterton candidate because it's basically out of hockey. For three years, worked his way back, got to that milestone, number of games played, really achieved it, proved that he could get back to the NHL. So do you really want to come back for one more season of what, you know, with a team that's rebuilding, playing in a 5,000 seat arena, and then knowing you're probably not going to get re-signed by anyone after that? Is it worth it at this point? I guess we'll find out soon. 
And yeah. then beyond that, you talked about those Coyotes UFAs not only being signed here. Are these guys going to play anywhere? Yeah, fair question. And Louis yeah. Erickson, I mean, he was a healthy scratch on most nights on a team that got 31st in the league. Uh, I think Roussel still has something to offer, so that wouldn't surprise me if he gets re-signed. The big one and the big question mark is the guy got the streak going right now for consecutive, consecutive games played. Does Phil Kessel get a contract? Mm. He's going to have to take a lot less money than he probably thinks he's worth. But we're, uh, same thing I brought up with the defenseman where you talk about a player taking those minutes. Where is his role? Right. Where right. does he fit on the team? And does he take a job away from a 22, 23, 24 year old that you're trying to bring up? Uh, again, he fits to me. If you have a Stanley cup window and you have a specific need for a, some power play help, and I'm not saying there's not a team out there that that fits for a million dollars a year or 1.2, but he's going to have to take a significant pay cut. If his NHL career is going to continue. And unfortunately, for Coyotes fans, I really doubt it's going to be here. Yeah. yeah, it is funny. Like last summer, the Coyotes had like such an empty roster, and it's like, oh my god, who's so many people left? Who's going to play on this team? Everything fell together. It's a little bit different this summer, where we just went over the roster, and there's fewer spots available. Um, I noticed on Twitter this week, the Chicago fans and reporters are all having that moment that the Coyotes fans had last year of who's going to be on this team. Um, so, you know, it's interesting to see the evolution of the rebuild as it goes forward here. And I was th- sitting here thinking when you're talking about attracting a free agent goalie potentially to Arizona, maybe throw in some cases of four peaks as a, as a sweetener to that deal. Um, for, uh, listen, free agent goalies, four peaks. Yep. We got it here. Yeah, because Tuka Rast did that in, in signing for beer in, in Boston. They gave him unlimited. <laughs> I think we could get in. Plus, if they tasted the Four Peaks, the Kilt Lifter specifically, the peach. I think that's a hell of a deal. Your peach? I don't know if the goalies like peach. I think peach. I think Kilt Lifter for goalies. <clears throat> that's yeah? just me. Okay. I know you're a hazy. What are you, Craig? Are you a hazy? No. Come on. Come on. A hazy IPA. Come on. Sean, Sean How are you going to do me hazy. like that? How are you going to do me like that? I know. That? No IPAs yeah. for Craig. Yeah. Wow. What is yours? Wow is wow. my thing, but I also like their oatmeal stout, which I know Leah hates stouts. And, mm-hmm. of course, the thing that I'm not going to be able to get because I'm not there, the pumpkin porter, the seasonal yes. pumpkin porter, which is lights out. Great beer. Yeah, which they're doing on tap Wednesday, mm-hmm. one day only. So check out Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. And, as always, be 21 and 21. Enjoy the beer and enjoy that responsibly. Go phnx.com this week. Craig also has a pre- free agency preview. So check that out at gophnx.com. Um, still Coyotes coverage all summer long, both written on the website, um, on YouTube, on audio, five days a week. It doesn't matter that after free agency this week, it's kind of going to be a quiet summer, but we will still be talking Coyotes hockey every single day. So uh, your support means everything by becoming a member at gophnx.com and sign up for an annual membership. Get a shirt from the locker, check out phnxlocker.com, get a hat, get a shirt, rep us around town. We saw some people wearing a phnx merch in Montreal, which was amazing last week. Um, Tons of phnx merch at the Four Peaks draft party last week. So we appreciate everybody and uh, love, love our community, love the members of the discord. So so join in because we'll, we'll make it through the, the long summer together. <laughs> the long and hot and summer. Get ready for more pack therapy. It's on the horizon. Oh, boy, yes, it is. It is. It is on the horizon. I don't want to think about it right now. I don't want to think Me about post shows right now. 
me either. Got to fill a roster before we get there. Any final thoughts today? Nope. I'm just thinking about whales and beer. And I'm just thinking about the lack of frenzy around this free agents, especially for Coyote fans. So you might want to sit this one out. Don't get excited and sit by your TV tomorrow because I just don't think there's going to be much. There may be trades, maybe trades and picking up some bad contracts, yeah. but I don't think free agent frenzy is going to be around the Arizona Coyotes yeah. organization. Maybe maybe in a few years. And as always, you'll know about any of the moves. Be sure to follow Craig on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan. Follow PHNX Coyotes on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes and We'll plug me and PD too. Follow PD at S Peters Hockey, and you can follow me at Leah Merrill as well. And uh, subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube, PHNX Sports across all social platforms. We have a TikTok, Instagram, all of that good stuff. So be sure to follow along there as well. We got some content from Development Camp coming this week. So if you're going to be at Development Camp on Tuesday, say hi to me. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your day. Craig, enjoy whale watching. Try to stay on the boat. Not that – I don't know why I said that. Not that you would follow the water. But... <laughs> don't even bring it up to, to, wow. to positive Craig, Craig Morgan. Put that so, on the universe for Craig. Craig is just so cursed. I'm just – I'm going to get – that's how it's going to happen, right? A, <laughs> you know what? If I'm going to go – <laughs> might, have, might as well get eaten by a whale. It'll be a hell of a story for you guys to yeah. tell to, to uh, finish this off. At least we have something to talk about on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, my That's right. God. I'm just here to give you guys content. Content provider. Literally. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll, we'll do another check-in on free agency on Wednesday live at 11 a.m. once we have know some moves. Um, and on another audio episode Thursday and then Friday, fun day, Friday at 11. So check it all out. Please like and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. And we'll see you tomorrow.